Um, but Wicket hasn't quite figured out what door to go sit at and whine when he so, has to go pee aww, something just in front of you and whine. <laughs> and you're like, okay, it's kind of like when the when the baby's crying. crying. Like, what do you want? Got to narrow down the. <laughs> the, the hey, he won't even come to the kitchen for cheese anymore. Like, I'll show him a piece of cheese. He's like, Am I allowed out of this room? What's going on? Too <laughs> <laughs> much space. Where am I? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I, I think today he's starting to figure out that he's not moving back to his old place. We need a little sad about that. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome out to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 132. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, the I voted sticker. Is it, uh, I did my civil duty, and hopefully this will get you to <laughs> do it as well? Or is it more, I'm a better person than you, and this is the best way for me to show it? Um, we'll start with uh, tonight's moderator for the rest of the episode, Lainey. Uh, the I, I voted sticker. Is it uh, a, a badge of honor, or is this just rubbing it in everyone else's face? I'm going to say it's a little bit of both, but here's my thing. I love to shame people into being better. Okay. When I see someone behaving poorly in public rather than getting into a one-on-one confrontation. I like lay it on thick and whatever they're doing that I don't like, I do the exact opposite mm. and I'm just a perfect little angel. Make it real obvious and make it real obvious. And then it <laughs> shames them into being better. Case in point, I was staying at a hotel once. Some people were being horrible to the staff over something that they had absolutely zero control over. I mean, arguing, picking fights, it was awful. So at one point, I literally, I saw the manager, I pulled him to the side and I said, listen, and I said it loud enough for everyone to hear. I was like, I would really love to leave a compliment for one of your front desk workers. She was just so kind, so patient. She did absolutely everything she needed to do to make sure that I felt safe, that I felt comfortable. And I just, I don't know if you guys do accolades, but I would just, I would really love to just see that she gets some kind of recognition for that. Immediately, everybody changes their tune because they feel like assholes. So I like to wear my iPhone sticker and people, you know, oh, oh, I, I did. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's just it's my civic duty. So I just think it's important to you know, shape the world for future generations. So if we don't act now, what's going to happen, right? Ladies, Shame actually them. a bidet for <laughs> toilet paper. She cleans up assholes. <laughs> <laughs> She's a human bidet. Oh, do it. they have these stickers in Canada? Is that a thing? Um, yeah, do you guys have I voted stickers? I don't think say I voted, eh? No. I've never been given one. Because no. we all vote, eh? Yeah. Because, yeah, they don't need it better because people. they're good people. Oh, yeah. You don't need an incentive. Like That's a right, yes. A sticker, yeah. No. So. I've never, yeah, I've never prime minister so dreamy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it kind of is. I will give him it really is. I didn't know that. Okay, what he says. Same. Jen, <laughs> we just need to do this. <sighs> where, where do you come down on this? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
What Lainey said, it's kind of both for me. I am very proud that I did my civic duty. Say that word. But also, I hope that by wearing the sticker, it will remind people if they haven't done it or it will like kind of put it in their face like, oh, maybe that's that's something that people do that's important. Maybe I should do it. Well, and to your point too, Jen, you're a very, very busy person. And I think a lot of people, their excuse for not going and voting is like, oh, you know, I just don't have time. But I feel like when people like you wear a sticker like that, it's like, you know what, if Jen can find time to go and do it, I can find time to go and do it. And in Texas, we have this thing called early voting, which is actually um, dope. Yeah, it's amazing. And but it's also like, really like if you can early vote there's really no excuse you get two weeks before the election day and honestly I don't remember the last time I voted on election day because the lines are usually stupid or I just I can't limit myself to one day and and know that I'll make it on that one day in those specific hours I would rather have the option to go at my leisure um so yeah if you live in Texas or a state with early voting you know just I I have no like no pity for you if if you can't get out there in that two weeks and do it. Yep. Gotta go. Gotta go do it. So yeah, I, I'm a, I'm kind of a bragger slash want to motivate people. So Chris, uh, if they had the sticker up there, would you wear it? I would. And I didn't actually vote until I was 34 <laughs> wow. because I was never engaged in politics. I never, they were shoved down your throat. They were my grand. I and, spend a lot of time with my very God fearing Christian grandparents who that'll do it. my grandfather called me every election, making sure I vote for the candidate that he liked. So I would lie. So he sort of sucked the fun out of it. I was like, I don't know. I don't want to know. Um, so I was living in that ignorant bliss. And then. Um, so, yeah, like four. Yeah. But when Trudeau got in, it was that's when I No, it was the one before that. Oh, no, that was the one. That was the one. So I voted for the first time, and it felt <laughs> really great. No, because I didn't want oh, yeah. Harper back. <laughs> yeah. I could have cared less. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, um, it was just not to have Stephen Harper back. There was a big movement towards yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> he'd been in for nine years. And anyways, um, so now if there were a sticker, I don't think I would – I don't know if I was given one, I might wear it, but I don't think I would, like, actively – go out and wear one really unless I felt super passionate about it which I usually don't because I don't like our voting system <laughs> if you look at our country you would feel super passionate yeah and I <laughs> that's all we have yeah this time around when, we, when I voted like the first time it was a str- what's called a strategic vote and then this time around I voted for the candidate who I knew wouldn't get in she wouldn't get a seat in our area or anything like that but I voted because I felt like I, this is my right this is yeah. what I've done those before. Good. That's what you should so, do. That's what I did. But a sticker, I don't know. I'd probably put it on my forehead or something or nice. kids wear it or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then you'll gram it. Yeah, Instagram yeah. it. The- my very first one, I just kept moving it from like thing to thing. I like put it on some tape and just kept moving it. Because <laughs> my very first election, I happened to get to vote in a presidential election for my very first election nice. okay. and it was 2008 when obama got voted into office so it was pretty dope i had a really good first voting that's pretty good yeah i did i was like i'm keeping this forever i think i still have it somewhere is <laughs> that mccain or rom that was mccain right yeah mm-hmm. and then the second one was romney yeah yes yeah, yeah. 
Uh, right. Would you well, would you sport the sticker? They're really good to cover up coffee stains. Good deal. <laughs> you just kind of put them on the top and you never you know. Oh my god. If you're gonna use them for like, if you have the bumper sticker, I voted that you can actually hold on a bumper if you get enough of them. So. Listen, I have at least <laughs> one vote save America and vote sticker on my car. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually thinking about the other day. I was like, you know, if you if you were going to introduce someone to Jennifer and wanted to give them a really uh, broad swab of, of her opinions and thoughts and everything, you should take literally just walk out to her car so and just and just like take five there minutes you go. and you got a good you got a good idea of what Jennifer is. So I make it so easy to know about me without even knowing me because yes. I put it all on my car. She does there. Our neighbor was it a vote Ike? Oh yeah, so they our, had the original poster. Yeah, they're from really. They're from um, New York, and uh, they have a cottage up here. They've had a cottage since I don't know they were little. Anyways, they're now in their seventies. Yeah. But their dad had this bit like this eight by it's a billboard, eleven. Like a, like no, it was like eleven billboard, by fourteen of, anyway. of vote Ike in their cottage. Wow. Like nice. an I like Ike. I love that. You know there there are people who collect as memorabilia, and what's funny is is I don't I don't listen to any political podcast except for one. And what he was doing was um, he's all he, he he's very bombastic. He's very out there and he kind of does the show almost like it's a not all the time, but he definitely gets into it more like it's a, a wrestling event. And oh. so uh, what he was doing was he was doing the uh, the um, uh, candidate. Uh, Undertaker, and so literally there was a part of the show where he played the dong, and he had the Undertaker's music going, and he was like, "I have things from whoever had just dropped out, and if you like, you know, it, it was in a contest, and he was sending it out to people who wanted the, you know, from all these different candidates or whatever." And I was like, "See, that's just fun stuff." So, yeah, but uh, Sean, what would you sport the sticker? The, the I voted stickers sticker? I put on my vehicle have to have like something to do with Star Trek or Blinky the Three-Eyed Fish. No, this is a sticker like you wear, like a little one. Yeah, it's a little sticker. All right, same deal. Gotcha. You could put oh, it on your car God. though; it wouldn't last very long. No. I, I do tend to 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 you know wear the sticker and I may not wear it all day or at least you know I put it on and if it falls off whatever, um, but I do tend to post it and it, it I definitely it's definitely not in the vein of trying to make anyone else feel bad. I literally it's like hey I went out and voted and and I understand how things the world works. People get tunnel vision. If you've got a bunch of crap yeah. going on, all of a sudden you may go holy crap it's Tuesday. Yeah, that's happening. Where did so it's like maybe maybe if that if there's one person I remind, great. So right. do you unless guys they vote like for like a sticker you know. like with your ballot or something. Yes, like literally you walk in, you you vote, and as you're walking out, usually there's a box or something there, and you can they either hand you one or there's and you take a little sticker and it just they, says I vote. Get real mad if, you don't don't. Have, if they run out. People get real salty. Oh <laughs> yeah, it, that's what's crazy. Is, that's is, it just it's, is that just because it's free? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's, it's a badge same, of honor, I think. It's the same mentality for like sticker. elementary kids with stickers. Yeah. It's okay. stickers cost less than a penny a piece, but if you run out of them, mm. <laughs> well, there's gonna be some hell to pay. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Third grader doesn't get that. Do what? Stamp your hand. <laughs> and then you run out of ink. This yeah. is like 
Oh shit, you can't see that. Yeah, yeah, I, I see yeah we can see it. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know what it looks simple. like. Yeah, I don't so think so. Picture it's that really with a maple flag. <laughs> no. We should make those Canada would do We should make those up special. and send them to y'all, and then your next election, like y'all should just be handing them out. Maybe y'all could start something. That would be awesome. Yeah, I kind of like the would make idea. I'm like, I'm yeah, with an American flag on it, that'd go over real well. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we would put the Canadian flag on it. No, we need to make scratch and sniff. I voted stickers for Canada selling maple syrup. They smell like maple. Like my Christmas card. Yes! That would be fantastic. Listen, Canada's just, it's always, everything's just better. (laughs) I mean, like, it's an I voted sticker, but better. Come on. Yeah. Good point. Fruits of maple syrup. (laughs) Hell yeah. We have some interesting moments. Um, well, tonight's topic is one uh, – we're going way back for this one. In fact, we have not done this topic in four years, which makes sense because of the what it was. What? So uh, four years ago uh, in the United States presidential election, there were a lot of people, myself oh. included, walking around going, well, I guess I'm going to vote for the lesser of two evils. Um, and depending on who you talk to, it was literally voting the lesser of two evils. So I had the idea, let's take that to the extreme. And so we did a mock debate, as it were, kind of, um, where every one of the candidate was like the worst possible option. And they were all supervillains, whether it be Darth Vader, Megatron, Skeletor. So I wanted to resurrect this topic again, uh, cause number one, I've gone back and listened to that episode. Uh, I think it was like number, episode number 13, uh, if you have not listened to it, go back and listen to that episode. It is fantastic. Um, but I wanted to resurrect that topic, but I was having a hard time figuring out exactly who we would represent this time. And I think Sean's the one that threw it out there. What if we do 90 sitcom characters? And so that's what we landed on. So for this evening, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a little bit different uh, than we normally do. Uh, Lainey has, has graciously come on to be our moderator. Uh, and uh, each one of us, uh, the rest of us, is going to take a 90s uh, sitcom character, and we are representing them as if they were running for the uh, uh, president of the United States. Um, so I'll just start off real quick. I uh, will uh, be representing uh, the Honorable uh, Hank Hill from Arlen, Texas. Uh, so, uh, you know, prepare for a lot of y'alls, y'all. Uh, uh, Sean, who are you representing? I got Al Bundy. Enough <laughs> <laughs> said. Enough said. Uh, Chris, who are you representing? Roseanne. Roseanne. From, of course, Roseanne. From Roseanne. Just, from <laughs> one, one name. That's all you need. Roseanne's actual favorite character of all time. Oh, yeah. That's why I picked it. <laughs> yes. Um, Love some, because this is a mock, uh, you know, a, a mock election, uh, of course, we can have a Canadian person. Uh, Ray, who are you representing? Well, see that you guys need a lot of work down there, and Red Green's ready to do it. So, <laughs> absolutely. And Jennifer, who are you representing? Uh, Rose Nyland from the Golden Girls. Hills to the yeah. So, um, are you technically a delegate from Miami, Florida, or yeah. from Saint Olaf, Minnesota? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I citizenship. I like it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I guess with that, uh, I will turn it over to Lainey. Well, welcome, representatives. I'm so glad you could all join us. Howdy. This is our uh, <laughs> this is our 2020 debate. We're going to start off 
with um, some opening statements. You will have a time limit, so keep it brief. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Um, oh, I'm ready. I'm like prepared. You don't even know. So <laughs> um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start with um, we're going to start with the, the representative from Texas. So um, from Arlen, Texas. Being specific. So whenever you're ready, sir, you are more than welcome to start. Thank you, ma'am. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, What can I say about the situation of our current government in that things have just, they're broken. They've gone, everyone's gone crazy, as it were. If you look around, everyone's become an extremist. Seems like both sides are just kind of, you know, gone off the reservation, gone off the farm. And we need to go back to a time where things were simpler. Things were, you know, much easier to cope with. You know, you didn't have, you know, these crazy video games and stuff going on. People around, you know, run around shooting each other and stuff. And, you know, what happened to, to being able to go out and, and, and buy a steak for a decent price? So the candidate from Texas, the Honorable Mr. Hank Hill, uh, would like to go back to a, a simpler time, a more moderate time where, you know, you'd actually enjoy walking out and talking to your neighbor and, and, you know, having a beer out in the, in the, in the alleyway with, with your friends and, and, and having, having a good time instead of being divided, let's come together. Well done, sir. Uh, I'm going to make an amendment. 30 seconds isn't long enough. So I'm going to give you a minute. (laughs) Well, this is a nice debate. This is a civil debate. So, all right. Um, I tell you what, uh, the representative for Mr. Bundy, where do, where do the Bundys live? Not Bundy. Al, no, Bundy, Al yeah. Bundy. where do they live? Chicago. Chicago. I'm so Chicago. sorry. I'm going to be very honest with you. I was five when that show was popular and I wasn't allowed to watch it. So <laughs> there's reasons to, there be are honest, reasons to be honest. It's North. So it, it, it all blends together. Ooh, okay. Oh, right. oh, this is coming from a guy that has a candidate that only has two dimensions. Hey. <laughs> Gentlemen, no mudslinging this evening. The representative from Chicago, the Windy City, whenever you're ready, sir. Well, Al didn't give me a whole hell of a lot to say. So, um, Shocking. Al doesn't pay attention to what's going on in the world. He has his own little world, and uh, he thinks the rest of the world should be like it. So, basically, Al will keep things simple. Because that's all he understands. The end. Well put. Well put. Very nicely done. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Okay. Um, the representative from rural Canada, Mr. Red Green's spokesman, whenever you'd like to get started, go for it. Well, so Red Green just wanted to welcome everybody to South Canada because we know that that's what it's going to be. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's, Please, it's, time, yes. it's, it's time to put the – I understand that the representative from Texas wants us to go back to a, a simpler time. And we can do that, but we can do it in a better way by going back to a simpler time in Canada. Uh, in such a way of enjoying a beer, sure, we can do that. We can, we can bridge that gap, but maybe put the guns away and make, a, make them into a nice lawn chair or something, you know, more fun. Well done, sir. Very well done. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I 
side note, I genuinely love Red Green. He was on public, Red Green was on public television a lot when I was growing up, so I'm very excited about this. <laughs> so I hope I do it justice. Oh my gosh, I love it. All right, uh, Miss Roseanne, I believe also from the Windy City. Well, right? near Chicago. Near it's Chicago, like a two-hour drive. It's Lanford, Illinois. Good point. I'm sorry. The representative from the great state of Illinois. Whenever you're ready, you may North. begin. Small town. She's lived there her whole life. And she's very, she is a blue collar woman raising blue collar children. And she's tired of the establishment because it's screwing her over. It sucks. Needs to change. And that's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got the pose. I would I would like to firmly agree. We would like to throw our uh, our our support behind the idea that the man is screwing us. <laughs> Your time. So will we come. need a woman. <laughs> Straight a woman? up. Yes. Maybe not that woman. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, the representative from well the dual citizenship representative from Miami as well as Saint Olaf. Whenever you're ready. Well, thank you for having me. I'm Rose Nyland. <laughs> I grew up in St. Olaf, Minnesota, and I live in Miami now. But, you know, that really just means I can bring the country together because I've got perspective from Minnesota and now Florida. And uh, I just think that, you know, we really need to come together to do what's right. And if you elect me, we'll have a dairy cow in every house. And... You know, my campaign slogan is going to be her fluffin Muschenmach. So vote for Rose. I was the St. Olaf's 1988 Woman of the Year. And I'm going to get stuff done. <laughs> oh, my God. We would what also like to support have everyone getting a cow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move into our first um, topic of the evening. Obviously, the thing that's on, that's on everybody's mind is the current global pandemic. Um, I'm just I, what I'm asking my my candidates here is just in light of the current public health crisis. What do you feel our current federal government could have done better? And what policies do you feel need to be put in place so that this can be avoided in the aftermath? I don't know who to pick first. Mr. The representative for Mr. Hill, go for it. Um, well, we we personally feel we really are enjoying this distancing. This has been very nice. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it seems like there's just why is it every time you go to the, 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 the ding dong grocery store, it seems like there's like a thousand people there. What we need this to get cleaned up. So um, perhaps we need more social distancing even in the future. Uh, and, and definitely to pull that in a lot quicker than, you know, our, the current administration has uh, so that we if we stay away from each other, maybe maybe it'll help out. I mean, you know, let's 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 all, you know, just gather in the, you know, six feet apart, of course, in the in the in the back alley. And that'll be fine. You know, we don't there's no need to have everyone over to your dang house just for a party and stuff. You could the, the backyard is perfectly fine. Just everyone stay away from each other that social distancing thing in and i think it'll help out a lot well put sir well put all right 
Uh, the representative for Mr. Bundy, your feelings on the current pandemic, how it's handled, what you want to do in the aftermath. There's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bundy actually thought that there was a, yeah, there was fewer amenities walking through the mall, um, walrusing their way into the shoe store, but uh, just thought it was hunting season open up and they didn't want to be caught as big game. So, yeah, have to have to think on that one, maybe. We'll think on it next time we're at the Jiggly Room. All right. Thank you. I can't with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. <clears throat> the representative from uh, from Canada. Well, <clears throat> Red, Red Green uh, wanted to make sure that you guys understood how much space we have up here. Uh, <laughs> we have so much space that you guys would be able to uh, come up and, and have more than enough to to enjoy lots of uh, recreation uh, you can you can go boating you can do all of that stuff um, <clears throat> we can turn your boat into a snowmobile I'll show you how to do that real quick just a couple couple changes nothing major uh, and, and when you get up here and you have that extra space social distance is, is an issue because you're, you know you're miles from your next person so so that'll help that, that that'll definitely help because um, you guys like to just I don't know you're, you're all closed into little cities and stuff so, so to, to clarify mr green are you inviting the entirety of the american population to the great white north south canada will be joined with north canada and we'll just be one just happy family spread it all out got it got it thank you for that clarification i do appreciate it <laughs> now we will also include of course canada to a little to the left which is alaska right now right and they'll all be incorporated as well lower 48 as well got it Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. The representative from suburban Illinois, your take on the current state of things. I take a little offense to the term suburban. Nobody from here works in Chicago, first of all. Second of all, the economy needs to be started up right now. We haven't worked. The stimulus check wasn't enough. We are... Things don't pick up. Things are going to start getting defaulted. We're stressed out. It's not good. It's time to do something. Not for these. Your singing career not working for you? Listen. <laughs> anyway. That's warning one. <laughs> That's how I feel. Uh, Follow-up question. Uh, can we expect another presidential run from your candidate in the future? Not if I get it this first time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Get it done in four years. <laughs> get it done in one, what they could do in four. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, the representative, the dual citizen re citizenship representative, your take on the current state of this global pandemic. You know, this is just crazy. I remember one time in St. Olaf, we oh, had God. an outbreak of chicken pox. <laughs> And the town doctor just couldn't keep up with everybody. And then None finally, somebody <laughs> had the idea to take some of the dairy cows and milk them and put all the milk into one giant pool. And everybody just got in there and walked around. And I think that's just what we should do for this pandemic. I mean, I think it'll work if we give it a shot. It worked for St. Olaf. Communal dairy pools. Interesting. Interesting take. Well done. All right. 
Oh, God. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to um, envir- current environmental issues. It's a hot button topic, climate change. What is uh, What are your candidate stance on uh, climate change? What policies would you like to see put in place? Alternative fuels, et cetera. What are your thoughts, Mr. Hill's representative? Well, as you know, we are a uh, staunch supporter of, as you would refer to, alternative uh, uh, fuel situations here. I mean, you know, there's no need to keep burning down this entire planet. It doesn't make sense. Charcoal is just the it's the devil is what it boils down to. Clean burning alternative fuels like propane are and natural gas are definitely the way we need to be going. And anyone who says so obviously has no clue what's going on. I mean, you know, you don't want anything like nuclear reactors and stuff. I mean, that would just they they could blow up. I mean, and you you you've seen you've seen those people, right? You you don't want it. It's I don't trust anyone that works at a nuclear plant. I I I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. They'll, they're just something about them. I just I don't trust them. I Shady. propane is is definitely the way to go. If in you know uh, charcoal, it just it adds a bunch of carbon to uh, the ozone layer. It it's not helpful. Propane's the way to go. Thank you very much. All right, propane, <laughs> propane accessories. All right, <laughs> the representative for Mr. Bundy, your your thoughts on the current environmental environmental issues at stake? Well, cooling the earth, yeah. Feet and the onset of tropical temperatures while you're a shoe salesman, it's not a good thing. <laughs> it's a nightmare about sweaty feet. Um, in relation to alternative fuels, like my Dodge the greatest car ever created runs on blood and sweat and tears already. So those are technically alternative fuels. But if we're looking to create other fuels, why don't we use something that's useless like um, bonbons or toothpaste or the French? There's other alternatives out there for running vehicles. The representative from Texas totally agrees with burning the French. (laughs) French or French Canadian? (laughs) You know, we don't have a problem with our neighbors up north. That's fine. Just the French. You're Mr. Bundy. Mr. Bundy's representative. I apologize. Follow up question. How do you plan to farm the French? There's like a million of them somewhere over the ocean. I don't know. Just throw some sissy films and all that. They'll come flocking. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay. They were having a film festival. There, they're here. There will be cheese. Yes. From the dairy farm mm. in St. Olaf. Working together. Jeez. I love it. Will there be steaks at these things? Just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the representative from Canada. Well, <clears throat> I just wanted to make sure everybody's aware red's been aware of uh the the need for uh different fuels for for quite some time uh in 93 he actually uh was working on uh converting his car to uh to a wood stove um so that the car would run on firewood uh and uh it, he's working on it uh he's about about 40 miles per per log which is pretty good uh we're we're trying to get it a little bit better. Um, we did have a representative, uh, uh, one of his supporters, uh, working with the Atomic Buick um, oh, in, the, in the 50s. 
Uh, and now it would get about 800 miles per gallon. Um, but the, the, the problem was when it backfired, you'd see a, a mushroom cloud in the rearview mirror and the town would be gone. But that's okay. You know, we're, it's progress. It was the 50s and we'll continue to work towards getting better better technology. Has he has he given any thought to moving to something like propane, which will be clean, you know, clear and clean burning? It might yeah, give you there, even more yeah, mileage there. There, there was a, a, a train accident not far from here, uh, and and there was a propane thing. So we actually had to convert a bunch of cars there uh, to propane because. Uh, so we we support all kinds of different things, whatever you guys can think of. We'll, we'll I've heard some guy had a cow that was farting enough that he was able to put a vacuum cleaner on it. And, and and use that as as a fuel alternative. So anything's possible as long as you have duct tape and a will to do it. You you can you dig read it in. my mind, Canada. Here here. <laughs> oh God! All right. Uh, the representative for uh, Mrs. Connor. Your thoughts. This whole renewable energy thing seems like a propaganda stunt (laughs) from media i don't understand what the problem is with the way things are now wouldn't global warming mean a longer growing season wouldn't that mean more food that you could serve at the restaurant yes (laughs) representative from texas he gets it he knows the only problem is, is it's already kind of hot here, and um, you're fine. We're, we're no, we're we're not really. <laughs> it's um, air conditioning. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a little hot out here, and air conditioning is getting on the expensive side. Just saying. Tad. <laughs> you you can only grill so long. That's why we are opening up the borders, and we're we're gonna demolish the borders completely, make a one big Canada, and you guys can move a little more north, and then you'll be fine. Okay, when you say one big Canada, that, that's that's well all and fine as long as it's still, you know, America, te- Texas, America. As, as long as province Texas, if you want, that's perfectly fine. As long as we get our own province, that's fine. We've we've already flown six flags. One more ain't going to make a difference. We're still flying the Lone Star above the rest of them, though. Hell yeah. All right. So the representative. <laughs> From St. Olaf, your take on uh, on the current environmental state, alternative fuels, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I That's think we it. definitely need to think of other ways to get our energy. And I'm glad Mr. Canada said that, you know, <laughs> the, the cows are the solution because I've been saying this for years. I grew up on a dairy farm and in St. Olaf. We just took all the cows, put them in a room, and collected all the methane that they farted out. Or you can take the milk and the dairy and collect it that way. Everything can be solved by cows, you guys. Just think Would about it. Would someone her a bill of hay and shut her the hell up? The dairy <laughs> every house. That is just mean. No need to be rude. There is, there is no need to slap. It doesn't just have to, we can do this with the moose too. I like don't it. Have moose in Florida, I don't think. The moose down here. But I I like the problem solving. All right. Um uh we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, education. Betsy DeVos is a disaster. 
What are your feelings on the state of public education and what actions do you feel need to be taken? The representative from Texas. The idea of taking money away from public schools to give away to get to private schools is just insane. I grew up in a public school. Everyone I know grew up in a public school. And as far as I know, those private schools don't have a halfway decent football team, do they? That's all mm-hmm. that needs to be said. You go to private school, what are you going to play on that sissy, what, football team? Or, or, or what is it they play up there? Some, something with a net or something. Anyway, Lacrosse? it's not – It's that's yeah, that one. It's not right. St. Olaf, <laughs> you played a game with the cows where you kicked the ball around and then they swallowed it and then a week later you went to find it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Oh, oh, okay. So, anyway, <laughs> football. It's if you ain't got a good team, then what's the point? So, why would you be funneling money away from a perfectly good school, perfectly good 5A, 6A school to go to a smaller school that has no regulations on the teachers and the the testing and stuff that has to go on? It makes absolutely no sense. If Mr. Hill gets in, Mr. Voss may be one of the first things that's put out with the trash. Well said. Uh, just to follow up, are you uh, supporting more funding to sports programs in public schools? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. The the if, have you have you had to deal with children right now? Like, you know, I I love my boy, but he ain't right, and I, the teachers deserve a raise. That's that's all I have to say about that. Oh my gosh! All right. Well done. All right. The representative for Mr. Bundy, your feelings on the current state of education. Uh, I hate to admit, but I agree with that uh, anal retentive guy from Texas. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. We're not paying some more morons to learn how to read. We got to focus that money into sports. Now, Mr. Bundy got four touchdowns in one game in high school, and it was the pinnacle of all sporting events of all time <laughs> gotta be clear on that he's a winner <laughs> you gotta play to win so we gotta produce more winners so all the money should be funneled into sports and that's it um both my children went through the public school system and i've got a dullard and my son is something like that on the hang out with a dean or something like that. So just, no, we need more money into sports. Simple as that. Got it. All right. The representative from Canada. Now, Red wrote something down specifically for this, because <clears throat> so I have to read this verbatim, according to him. Real, real quick, do you all have sports up there? Oh, absolutely. Now, I mean, I know you all have that one with the stick and the the black thing on the ice. So hockey, which I I will take no offense because uh, you don't understand the game. That's because it's not frozen down there. Uh, Very true. We we will we will discuss the sports. Sports are very important up here as well. Um, But we're we're talking about education right now. And uh, so Red Red wants me to read this. So education is important, but experience is a pretty good teacher too. So like if I were now, again, this is a quote. So make sure you understand that. Cause you know, if I were to have sur- heart surgery, I don't want to go to 
I, I don't want to go to a doctor who. Hang on. How, you having a problem reading your writing? You okay there? Yeah. He education he, system worked well. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when you when you write with a, a makeshift pen that he crafted. Did he out make of, it? Yeah. It was out of bone and and I don't know. Duct tape involved. Yes. Yeah. So he says, <clears throat> I don't want to go to a doctor who has never done it before. I would, I'd rather be a part of their experience rather than their education. So he, he, what he's trying to say is he wants to, to make sure that there's experiences for kids and, and get them out and learn properly by going out there and figuring it out. There's nothing wrong with getting your hands on and, and trying to actually make something work or take it apart and make it better. And that's the way you learn. I agree with that totally. Would it be fair to assume that your candidate would uh, advocate for more money into shop classes? That's the only money that it should be going into is, is <laughs> making sure that people know how to work the tools and, and work the tools that they have because not every tool is available. So, Mr. Hill completely and totally agrees. <laughs> Thank you all for, for putting that out there. Mrs. Connor, your take on the state of current public education. All my children live at home. (laughs) Ma'am, I feel for you. So there's that. Um, You do have to agree with some of what the representative from Canada said. Practical knowledge is very, very important. College is crazy expensive it's too much money for nothing as far as i can tell so more practical education having them move out of the house <laughs> fair yeah a lot, of, a lot of kids in that house there's too many the house is too small <laughs> we can't afford to move all right the maybe you should talk to the, the 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 canadian gentleman there apparently they there's some space up there they could they could offer you pretty close already i mean like, it, illinois is not that far from the border really was it like a like a 10-hour drive or something you can make it up to alberta pretty quick yeah that's just around the corner here in texas 10 hours that's that's nothing there you go it bodes well that you think 10 hours is uh, is a short drive. Well, that's just down the street. That's how we refer to it. That's good, because that's next door up here. Gotcha. Common ground. How lovely. All right, the representative from St. Olaf. Well, Elaine, thank you so much for asking about this. This is an issue I really care about. Education is so important. You know, back in St. Olaf, I didn't actually complete high school because I had a case of mono, but I did go on to uh, study pig Latin at the community college. So I, uh, I have a lot of experience and respect for the education system. And I really think that we need to make it more accessible for our children and, and for people once they get out of, you know, elementary and high school. So I think the schools really need to be teaching life skills like how to milk a cow. And how to pluck a chicken 
And Do you live with a cow? Of course. Everyone in St. Olaf has a cow. It's a dairy community. No, like right now, do you live with a cow? <laughs> I wouldn't speak like that about Dorothy. She's in the other room. That's not very nice. But I digress. I think, like I said, we all need to, to be focusing on these life skills and, and teach our children useful things again, things that they aren't learning today. Sick burn from the representative from St. Olaf. All right. So uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to move it. Oh, God. All right. We're going to go ahead and really keep the character well. We're doing great. Fantastic. We're going to move into a foreign policy. Um, Your thoughts on the current relationship that we have within the world, et cetera, et cetera. Foreign policy, go. (laughs) Um, well, for being from Texas, um, we, we generally tend to have a very open view on uh, um, other foreign countries. There's a, uh, a large German community. Uh, we have a large uh, community from almost all over the world. So we're very open to the idea of, of um, uh, uh, opening borders and, and allowing people in. Now, there are certain borders, on the other hand, I think we definitely should have closed. Um, the, you can't trust the people. They're just they, – they tend to be problematic, and quite honestly, it, it, it kind of makes our state not as great as it is. And the sooner we can close off Louisiana and Oklahoma, the, the, the better things will be. Um, you know, you know I, I, have, I have total – Total trust if, you know, we did become the United States or provinces or whatever of Canada, that's fine as long as we can stay Texas. But listen, you know, and and if we want to if we want to open up things to our borders, uh, you know, down on the south, that's fine, too. You know, there's nothing wrong with some good Mexican food and hardworking folks. And but we've got to do something about that border on Louisiana and, and Oklahoma. It just. Those people should not be allowed, and it's this is going to cause a drop in our numbers. But those people should not be allowed to come to our state. That's that's all there is to it. Eloquently put, sir. Eloquently put. Can I, I think, jump in? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have a very. I I also agree that that our foreign relations is very important, and that you know our relationship with other countries has gotten out of hand, and and you know I think we need to get stricter on border patrol and immigration and. And there's just there's there's so many shifty people out there. And the sooner we close that border to Canada and stop letting them in to take our jobs, <laughs> because in St. Olaf, they just kept coming in and trying to move in on our territory. And it's just it's just mean. OK, so I really think we need to we need to close down the border with Canada and not join them because they're just trying to take over. And I don't think it's fine. Now, Miss Nyland, would you say they were coming down to a, a warmer climate or? I don't know. I, I think maybe <laughs> that had something to do with it or they just heard how wonderful St. Olaf was. But I mean, I, I don't know if they've ever seen cows before either. I don't know if they have cows in Canada. Do they have cows in Florida? I know they, they have alligators. Handle. <laughs> yeah, they have some, but they're not as nice as the ones in St. Olaf. Those are the the prime time. I mean, if you like steak, you need to come to St. Olaf and check out our cows. Okay. 
We're going to go ahead and switch around here. Uh, the representative for Mr. Green, your thoughts on the volatile statements coming from Ms. Nyland? Well, <clears throat> first of all, I didn't hear a lot of that because I had to go tend. We had a lot more incidents. If you guys tried to turn it into a chainsaw, not pretty. That nephew again? Uh, not pretty. But I'll, I'll say this. Red has a really great uh, international following. And he also has a really great saying uh, that everybody really should follow along with. And if you're not found to be handsome, then you should be handy. Now, I think your current president has kind of misinterpreted this, not handsy, right? It should be handy. And we want to make sure that you guys all understand that you, handy means to be helpful. Okay, so... I think you just broke, lady. I just want to make sure that, you know, everybody understands that because it's. She's dead. That lady's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just want to. Make sure. the, the, the problem is, is he's a New Yorker and they don't, they, they think different up there. You're absolutely right. You're supposed to be handy. You're supposed to be able to fix something, oh, whether it be your fence, or your lawnmower. I totally agree with you on that. Damn New Yorkers. So I'm glad that we, we understand uh, that of each other. As I recall, Hank Hill is from New York. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to discuss that information, Mr. Bundy. How can we trust you? Like You're from New York. I no. got to Texas. He got to Texas as soon as he possibly could. No, too late. Mm. Oh my, that's scandalous. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, Mr. Bundy, your your thoughts on foreign policy? Well, we have to get back to the good old days when Americans stood tall and other countries trembled. Um, we could go anywhere in the world and be greeted with "Yes, sir," anything you need, sir. But now it's like. We have to greet people on it. Hi, I'm an American. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, we can't keep doing that. And as for immigrants uh, and Al Bundy's immigration policies, that's the last thing we need is more immigrants. A bunch of Habibs and Carlos is stealing our jobs and winning our lotteries. It's, just, it's not cool. So much like women, immigrants can't live with them. The end. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Connor. <laughs> Your thoughts. Listen, as long as they don't take our jobs away, I don't care. Are they going to be productive members of society? You're also going to have to learn English. It's just we're too stubborn to learn anything else we'll be nice but try please it's helpful um but yeah we yeah i don't care just don't take my job don't take my husband's job or my friend's jobs just be nice speak english we'll be fine 
considering uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Hill is a Spanish teacher, we, we do take offense to that. Uh, You're near the border, though. That makes sense. I'm not. You're near a border, too. They speak English there. Canada's not coming down there. They speak <laughs> Canadian. I know, right? <laughs> Listen, cow lady. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, my. All right. So um, we're going to go ahead and move on before things get ugly. Uh, we're going to go ahead and discuss marriage equality. There have been, within the current, I'm not even going to call it a presidency, regime, uh, there have been some uh, issues as to the stability of the state of marriage equality. <clears throat> thoughts on the issue. Representative for Mr. Hill. Oh, let's see here. Well, we'll be very honest. At first, we weren't sure about it. It just seemed not right. But the more we get to meet and talk to people, the more it's like, you know what? As long as they're, you know, good, you know, neighbors, they keep the yard nice and, you know, tidy. Who really cares anymore? I mean, to be honest with you, there's enough of those weirdos out there. There's people that they go to these conventions and stuff and dress up as sci-fi character. I mean, there, there, there's some real weirdos out there and it doesn't matter. As long as you love the person you're with, then, you know, that that's perfectly fine. Just as long as you keep, you know, the grass nice and nice and uh, nice and mowed. Uh, sure. Let's, that's fine. Whoever, whoever you want to have as your neighbor, whatever you want to do, that's, that's perfectly fine with us. Hank Hill coming for the cosplay community. All right, Mr. Bundy. You're They're fine. weirdos. They're not right. <laughs> I don't know. I think the ones that wear those furry costumes, they seem so sweet. <laughs> not even going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Mr. Bundy. <laughs> okay, so look, if the gays want to live the hell that is marriage, let them. <laughs> Who are we to stop them? Quite frankly, Al Bundy could see some upsides being with a guy. Kick back with a beer, watch the game, talk about girls. You see, sex and love have no place in a healthy marriage. So what does it matter if it's two dudes or two girls? That's why Mr. Bundy's marriage has lasted the low many, many centuries. There's no love and no sex. Done. Beautifully put. Beautifully put. <laughs> the representative from Canada. Uh, Mr. Red uh, has lots of information on, uh, on on how to, you know, better yourselves in a marriage. Uh, going out to the shed, making sure that the, the oil is changed properly in, in your significant other's car. It, it doesn't really have variance on whether the your significant other is male, female. doesn't, doesn't matter. Just make sure that the oil's topped up. You always leave the, the gas tank full for the, the next person. And, uh, and always try and cook them a nice meal with the car. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, the Texas candidate would like to know the car? Oh, yeah. No, if, you, if you put the, the turkey in the engine bay while you're driving over to, to your neighbors, it'll cook. Uh, and then you can put some mashed potatoes. You can use the the radiator as a for the gravy. <clears throat> if this was a propane fueled vehicle, we could get behind this. 
absolutely. We did with the smoker, but. Is there a way to make cheese? Oh, my God. (laughs) Mrs. Connor, your feelings on marriage equality. I have planned and thrown the gayest gay wedding ever. I don't care. Are you nice? Like, do you, do you, are you a contributing member of society? Are you a decent person? Marry whoever you want to marry. I don't care. Okay. Well put. Well put. Still woman. There, too. Aha. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Uh, The representative from St. Olaf, your thoughts on marriage equality? Well, this is something I think is very important. I think everyone should be able to love or marry whoever they want and love who they love without any judgment. And in fact, I'm going to take it a step further. I think. Oh, God, not the cows. (laughs) I think that the animals should be able to marry each other, whether they're the same species or not. So dogs and cats and cows and chickens, everybody can just get married and be with who they love and we should all just live happily and let them live their lives. What in the hell are you talking about? (laughs) You should come visit St. Olaf and see how everybody, how everybody lives. It's great. Did I hear a follow-up question? No, we, we withdraw the question. All right. Fantastic. All right. So, that was that was that was untexan like of us to 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 blurt that out. My apologies. Our, our our final topic for the evening is the uh gender pay gap. This has been something that's been become quite an issue in this year of 2020. Your thoughts on the gender pay gap, Mr. Hill. Or the representative for Mr. Hill, I apologize. There should not be any kind of a pay gap for no matter the only pay gap there should be is if you're a dumbass and you can't do the job. That's all there is to it. Doesn't matter if you're a man, you're a woman. If you're, if you know, if you're a, a nine-year-old boy and you can do the job, you should get paid completely. That there should not be any kind of, especially for gender. I've, I've I know several young ladies that have come in and they've been, you know, excellent people working at, you know, you know the business selling propane and propane accessories, and they should get paid just along with everyone else. Like I said, unless you're a complete dumbass and can't do your job. There should not be any kind of a discrepancy. Well put. Very well put. Uh, Mr. Bundy, your feelings on the gender pay gap? Well, Mr. Bundy feels the only jobs a girl should have are either on a table or around a pole. Um, And both those jobs pay more than he makes. Um, Actually, in point of fact, a parking meter makes more in a day than Mr. Bundy makes, which... So freaking sad. So there is a pay gap. That's what I'm saying. But it's the wrong way. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. I'm not going to, again, not touching that with a 10-foot pole. So, Mr. But the stripper (laughs) would. Ah. Six feet is fine. (laughs) Well put, sir. Well put. Uh, Mr. Green, your thoughts. Or the representative. You know, there's a story we have up here. A man's mind is a lot like a a fishing net and it'll go through all the information and it'll pick out what he wants. And that's what he's going to hold on to. 
a woman's mind is more like a bucket and you put it through all that information and when you forget some of that stuff she's damn well going to remember it and she's going to throw it in your face so there should be no gap it's it's really we're all in it together right pure canadian poetry the representative i'm sorry mrs connor your thoughts on the gender pay gap Listen, there have been many times where I have been the sole breadwinner of this house. Women should be paid equally to men, if not more, because they're stupid. Women should rule the world. Mike Trump. Would be right. Was that Taylor <laughs> on from Krypton? <laughs> Listen, dumbass. <laughs> Now, this is getting kind of uncivil. Uh, might want to keep, keep it, it down keep a little it clean. Bit. He started it. <laughs> yes, ma'am, Fair. you are right about that. <laughs> Ooh, <Point>. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, Rose, that wasn't a cow. That was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a dog sounds like. Just checking. You know, I don't agree with much with Miss Connor. I find her very rude and abrasive, but I have to say I do agree with her on this point. I think that women should make more than men because we do so much more. And for God's sake, we have the babies and we have to do all the housework and everything. So just give the women more money and men will be equal. Rose, I have a crazy idea. You want to be running mates? Let's do it. All right. Connor Nyland, 20. Woman power. Oh, God. You'd be running mates with a woman that would marry your own hamster? Care <laughs> what she marries. She believes women should get paid more. I like it. No, this is this is a fair topic. I'd like to throw this out at the rest of the candidates. Your, uh, your thoughts for running mates, just off the top of your head. There's some common ground with everybody. Again, I'm, I'm pulling for all of you because – we're all in this together, so. Uh, Mr. Boomhauer has already been selected as the running mate, so. You're, are you concerned at all about his elocution? If I knew what that term was, yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's very well spoken. He has a lot of good thoughts. Uh, we think he would make an excellent running mate. Fair enough, Mr. Bundy. Any thoughts? Um, would probably go with, uh, um, Bob Rooney, because he's got the full collection of, uh, Time Life books on do-it-yourselfer. So, yeah, he seems like a handy guy to have around. Fair enough. That, All is, right, a, gonna... that is an excellent quality to pick for a ringmate. Did I miss anyone? I don't think I missed anyone. Miss Nyland, I, would you like to... Pick a running mate. I, I know that Miss Connor. Oh, I think Miss. I think Miss Roseanne would be just great. We could really come together and and bring the the Midwest together. And you know, even if we don't get along on everything, I think that that two women on the ticket would are just the way to go. Yeah, we would. God help us all. All right. Uh, closing statement. Uh, the representative for Mr. Hill. Your final thoughts. Our final thoughts are, once again, we, we, we want to just see everyone 
we want to we want to bring everyone together. It it needs to be. We don't need any of this craziness that's going on. Everyone's just become such an extremist. You know, let's get back to moderation. Let's get back to having a beer with a neighbor and and not really having to worry about a lot of the things that are going on. If we would if we would you know keep our distance, of course. Don't need all those people at HEB. There's just way too many of them. Uh, but if we could keep our distance and but but come together at the same uh, at the same time, I think it would be really helpful. And that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to try to bring people together, but also keep them apart. If you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> and of course, uh, you know, for the environmentalists out there, we are definitely looking at alternative uh, sources of power. Propane is definitely going to be you know leading industry in the future. So uh, if if you are if you are looking at uh, you know not trying to be uh, completely out there in, in left field and you know like you're from New York or something, then uh, where are the way to go? <laughs> God bless Texas. Oh, there it is. <laughs> well said. Well said, Mr. Bundy. Um, sadly, Mr. Bundy. Uh prepared his closing statements in his fortress of solitude and when we went to go pick them up the canary had died and the goldfish were floating so we didn't actually go into the bathroom to grab them so um he ate chicago <laughs> all right well put well said all right mr green the representative for mr green your thoughts final thoughts uh, mr green just wants to reiterate that uh Innovation is is a great thing, and uh, and and the only way to really fix this whole situation we're in right now is just hard work and duct tape and a little bit of love, making sure that uh, everybody gets along. And you know, you never want to throw anything out because you got it could be useful someday, right? And anybody that thinks that throwing anything out is a bad idea if you're approaching 40 uh, i wouldn't be saying that because if it's old and it's useless so you know just make sure you're excuse you that's our, <laughs> uh just make sure that uh, everybody gets along and do your best beautiful <clears throat> beautiful miss connor your final thoughts Sorry, I totally gapped out after that whole red-green speech. <laughs> that was long. Um, you know, vote Sorry. for... Sorry if we offended you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, eh? So polite. Anyway. <laughs> when you all vote for... Oh, nobody cares, Canada. <laughs> When you all vote for Canada, you're, you will all be sorry. <laughs> no. no. I don't know. Um, vote for me and Rose. If you don't, you're a sexist jerk. Lovely. All right. <laughs> Miss Nyland, your final thoughts. Well... You know, I, I just want to say that you should vote for someone with a lot of experience in life. And as we say in St. Olaf, the older you get, the better you get, unless you're a banana. So we have another quote that I think I'll close with. Uh, Christmas without fruit cake is like St. Sigmund's Day without a 
headless boy. Shut what? Up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's been our debate for this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful evening. <laughs> oh, my God. The standout. Okay, so if, I die for Chris getting just done like halfway through, being like, oh God, this is the Chris standout. Is I think the got <laughs> the standout has got to be Jen. She was so yeah. worried about we this. So committed. You did a fantastic <laughs> yes. job. So I would say I don't know second what place has to go to Sean. <laughs> The stuff that you said, I know, was killing you to say, but you totally nailed the character, dude. You totally nailed it. Like, no, you it's can't a lot harder to say it when you have a daughter. Oh, my God, yes. I can only imagine. Uh, you did then, your research on him, though. You could tell. like. Yeah. I'm um, watching it every night right the now. Jiggle, I'm on season the, 10. <laughs> What's the name of the strip club again? The Jiggle, jiggle the Jiggly Room. Jiggly Room. You, that <laughs> fell out. A parking meter makes more than I do in a day. That was fantastic. Oh, uh, and then oh. probably third, I would definitely say has to be Chris. Like the, <laughs> you, you nailed the attitude. That was great. No yep. offense to you, Ray, but mm-hmm. they were clearly standouts. Like you and I were doing a good job, but I felt like I was like drowning. I was like, damn, they are. <laughs> I don't know if every anyone else caught it because I'm a dork and I'm a big fangirl, but Ray like busted out some red green catchphrases. Oh, yes, oh yeah. I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. I uh-huh. just, I love it. So I good. wanted to attack Canada so bad. It's hard. I, do it. I have a whole bit about like the phone call to Vancouver and I was going to blame you on it because there's an episode where there's like a $200 phone bill to Canada. And I was going to start doing the accent thing and all that, but I said, no, I can't. He's been old Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't attack his own country. See, no. I have no problem attacking my own country verbally. I wanted to go after some more of you, but it, well, see, that's the problem was like Jen was doing so good a job at it. It was just yeah. like bouncing that's off of her. It was like, you're an idiot. Thank you. Well, what do you do with that? Like you can't. Because <laughs> that's Rose did. She was that just so exactly stupid and naive, and I. Yeah. Like, what yeah. Burn was just. Yeah, it was good. That was fun. Uh, it was fun. Well done. I wrote well all done, my original guys. responses as L Bundy, and then I changed them as I went because we were supposed to be representative. I know, and then so like, I changed all the I to we and stuff. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I Second question. That memo that we were representative. Eh, so I it was, was just fine. Just... You all did a fantastic job. The only, the only thing I didn't get in there was I was really kind of waiting for Sean to take one more. I was like, one more. If he goes one more, I'm going to say, listen, we're going to take this outside. I'm going to whoop your ass. That's the only thing <laughs> oh, I didn't get in. That would have been so that good. Great. That yeah. could have come back with that. So, uh, damn, we should yeah. have that. But uh, <laughs> no, I seriously, guys, y- y'all were fantastic. <laughs> that was fun. So, uh, Ray even mentioned something or another about bringing it back again later on this year, and that might be a fun thing to do with um, uh, uh, horror movie 
uh, uh, villains or something. That would I be. I think that's a great idea. That might be another thing. So that might look forward to that. That might possibly be in your in your podcasting future. So, um, <laughs> Lainey, thank you so much for moderating. Yeah, thank you. Lainey. You did a good job with well, it. Well, thank you. Wonderful. I tried. Sorry, I threw that little curveball at you. No, it's all good. I can't read my own notes. <laughs> I, and I'm, I was waiting. I, I kept going. And when you were talking about uh, the borders, I was, I kept going. I was like, I can't wait to drop this about Louisiana because I, I knew you were going to say Oklahoma. I knew it. Yeah, I was like, do I just go? Now nah, I'll go ahead and throw a Louisiana in there too. Did you oh, forget yeah. Hank Hill was from New York? I had completely forgotten <laughs> that. I had completely I forgotten that. So forgot. when you got me with that, I was I like, that was shit. I stepped right his into that. His face. His face. <laughs> But, you know, honestly, I mean, that's what would happen in a debate would be someone would bring something out and something would be like, oh, fuck, I just stepped in it. So that was good. That was good. And I cannot. And the fact that you caught that, sir, marvelous. So because I completely forgot about that episode. Like Golden Girls and Roseanne, not so much, but the rest of them. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch King of the Hill because that show was funny as hell. So, Um, all right, well, let's get and move on to our picks and pans for the uh, month. Would anyone like to go first? What you got for us, Lainey? Okay, so I actually, funnily enough, started watching this last night. Um, I've been seeing lots of previews for it, and it's been, of course, of interest to me, but I finally took the dive. So there's an FX miniseries called Mrs. America, and it's all about um, the fight to ratify the ERA here in the United States in the 70s. Um, It is fascinating oh is this one with Kate Blanchett yes it's got Kate Blanchett it's got uh, Rose Beard but it's for somebody like me who knows what the ERA is knows a little bit about the story and knows who some of the big players were Shirley Chisholm um Betty Friedan uh Gloria Steinem obviously like it was very interesting to it's very interesting to get to see both sides of it to listen to Phyllis Schlafly's um argument and everything like that not necessarily saying i agree but it the way that they do it is really well done the production is beautiful the um the casting is genius um it's very very well acted and it's just very it's also set in a time period that i'm obsessed with so just super 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 good jen you're really gonna like it if you dive into it it is is a show or documentary you said or it's a show historical it's like a mini series okay it's about baseball players Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no. Tana doesn't doesn't know what the oh, ERA oh, is. Oh, ERA? The ERA. ERA was the Equal Rights Amendment that they tried oh, to pass. That makes more sense now. <laughs> they tried to pass right. in the 70s. It looked like it was going to be a total home run, and then all of a sudden things completely went south. So. Mm. Because we need an amendment to our Constitution to give women rights in this country. To give them equal rights to men. So. Um, it, and very interesting to watch now, especially when everybody seems to get their news from Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's very fascinating to watch, like, the way that information traveled back then. So, super good. Really, really well done. I'm really excited. I had to make myself stop watching it last night because it's like, I will literally sit down with this whole thing until five in the morning. <laughs> it was delightful. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and jump in. I've actually got three. Um, the first one is the final season of Clone Wars is on Disney Plus. Um, I watched the entire series with my boys. It is the first season is very kitty. After that, it starts to get much better. Um, this final season, um, 
Uh, not really a uh, spoiler, but uh, Darth Maul comes back, and uh, there's a there's a battle scene with him and another character. And watching it, I was going, something is different about this. This is not this is not how it normally is. And then, sure enough, there came out to be a, a little vignette, and they're like, yeah, for that scene, we got Ray Park in and put him in a motion capture, and then oh. I can't remember who they got, and they got her in to play the other character. Would you stop, Laney? And um, it is, it's fantastic. The last four episodes are literally a movie they did. Um, and I was talking to my brother about this. The problem with it is, is I've, I've been saying, but if you would watch episode two and then the Clone Wars and then watch episode three, it has a lot more hit to it. The yeah. problem is the last four episodes are a movie unto itself, and it happens parallel with the events of um, episode three. So I'm like, would you watch the first two episodes and then watch episode three and then finish it or and so there's a lot gonna be a lot of debate on that but oh man it has been fantastic it has been and there are a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there that's just like man this is very adult but the boys are picking it up so and and they're loving it as well so uh the second uh, thing i have is um i am on book four of traitor's tales thanks sean <laughs> um I, I I may have to go ahead and buy two more credits so I can finish the last two. Um, it does move away from the uh, what, what was what was the term that I had for it? Um, product management porn. Yeah. Um, it but it's a good story and you just you follow along and you like the character and you can't you can't help but not like yeah. the main character and you just you want to find out what keeps happening to him. Uh, so thank you very much for turning me on to that. And then the last one is um, I have not seen the movie. I was talking to Jennifer about this last night. I have not seen the movie, and I've heard people say don't – the movie's fine. The, the the TV series is different. If you have not watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows, it is <laughs> hilarious. Oh, I want to um, watch it. Also, though, watch the movie. It's really funny. What is it um, – Barry, like I cannot people. remember his last name. Um, he was the he was the boss's son in the IT crowd. The um, he's yeah. in it. Oh my god, he just chews every scene he's in. He's fantastic, and it, it's about it, it's like a, a a mock documentary series, and it's about these three old world vampires that live in this house in I think Staten Island with their familiar uh, Guillermo. Um, and how he's just constantly mistreated. And then there's a fourth type of vampire, and he's an energy vampire. <laughs> and he literally just he le- talks to people, and he just sucks their energy. And it is so fucking funny. Oh my I god, it is it is a fantastic show. If you get a chance to watch it, it's on so, it's on FX, but you can watch it through Hulu. So so the movie is set in New Zealand. Okay, this one is set in yeah. It's got. Taika Waititi directs it, and he's in it as one mm. of the vampires. Yeah. And uh, what's his name from Flight of the Concords? Jemaine is one of the vampires. Oh, right. yeah. Jemaine Clement, yeah. Yeah, and I can't remember the other guys' names, but it is so fucking funny. And if the show is anything like it or better, then Taika I know Waititi, it, but, uh, yeah. writes and directs the show. Like, they've had other directors come yeah. in, but he, he's a major writer. And from the, the, the scuttle from like, you know, behind the scenes, it's literally, they, they have a script and then they kind of go, would this be funny if we did this? And they kind of shot and they're like, no, let's do this. And so th- there's definitely, you can tell it's, it has, you know, it, it just kind of keeps moving, but oh my Evolves. God, 
it is it's it's very dry, but God, it is so funny. And every time there's a new episode, I can't wait to watch it. It's it's kind of my new favorite thing to watch right now. So, see, New York makes more sense for that than an island like New Zealand, right? Because it's like there's supposedly this like vampire community, underground community in New Zealand, but like how big is this country? You know, <laughs> like how many people can how many vampires can they be, and how many people can they suck the blood from before there's nobody left? It just yes. doesn't make mathematical sense. But they're, they're, they've all got such like they're all so like every time the one guy turns like when he goes to transform he all he goes bat before he changes and they're just like <laughs> they're trying to teach a new vampire and they're like do I have to do that they're like no <laughs> I don't know why he does it but he does just just oh one of the funniest things is they they are they're trying to convert a new vampire and they're like all right we're gonna teach you how to become a bat you know to transform into a bat and she starts to take her clothes off and they're like what what are you doing she goes well, what happens to your clothes and they're all like. I've never thought. I, I, I've never thought. Just go with it. Like it, <laughs> it's one of those. It, it, it you know, it's one of those it's things. That's They yeah. They look at these little things that you know you would you would think about, but you know it's just second nature to them. Oh God, it is so funny. I can't I can't give it enough stuff. So, uh, Jen, you got a pick for us? You know, I don't really have anything. Nothing has been happening in my life the last month or two. It's been pretty. Not cheese making, I'm just being honest. I I mean, I guess I can say I did create a new giant garden bed, which was pretty cool. My garden has been like the, the guiding, you know, light in my life the last few weeks. And uh, I built an, I guess it's like a 10 by 4 garden bed to put all the extra plants I've been starting. So that's that's what I got. It's not much, but. That works. Cheese. Uh, Cheese making was a con. Oh, I I made the I made cheese. It wasn't great, but I tried it. It was supposed to be mozzarella. It turned out to be ricotta, and it took two hours <laughs> and a lot of work. <laughs> so it was not great, but I tried it. Well, good for you. Uh, Ray, pick your pan. Uh, pick of we got the move done. It was a. Uh, <laughs> we're in our house we are in our new place which is really nice yes. um <clears throat> trying to figure out the new town and we've we hit on a pizza place which <gasps> is, so good yeah that's the best pizza fine. ever that was our first night we was so like, oh, okay gotta find yeah. something you yeah and you found it <laughs> so yeah, yeah it was yeah. so good um other than that uh, it's been i don't know it's been kind of crazy uh just trying to yeah, get all that figured out. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you go. No, yeah, I got something. Uh, so my my pan will oh, be her pick, but pan. I'm gonna leave it at that. <clears throat> all right. So what's your pick there, Chris? I said I have a couple picks. Obviously moving. Um, this house we live in now is we figure out is two and a half times bigger than what we had before, not including the basement, which is just for storage and laundry. Yeah. Um, so we literally only have enough furniture for the living room. I don't have anything else. <laughs> I have nothing else in the house. Because everything was a built-in. Time to go thrift shopping. Well, yeah. and the thing is with thrift shopping, um, a lot of stuff's dried up. And yeah. I'm a little wary about buying something from somebody's house. Um, right we also now, can't yeah. go. Yeah. So right now, some pieces can wait till this all goes up. And I definitely want secondhand things, but things that we need right now, we're buying new. 
Um, but yeah, that's why it's so echoey in here because we literally have nothing in here. Yeah. You know what you need to put out? A lot of house plants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I a jungle. I, she I does. A jungle in here. Um, right up. So then, we got, we got a little one. Look, original. You need a one. Oh, there you go. Oh. Um, so my one of my other picks is I I started watching this show. Well, I, we binged it in like two days. It's called Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, after the show, we can talk. Y'all can talk about it. I can't believe you did not tell me you were watching. Oh, so I didn't know you were watching it. So finished it like. It. Two weeks ago. Okay, so this has been a while, and today I just watched the reunion special. So today was just, oh yeah, it came out yesterday. Oh, you just blew Lainey's mind. Yeah. Okay. We know what Lainey's doing after this. So I started watching it because it kept coming up on the popular ten picks, whatever. I'm like, okay, this is like the 80th time I've seen this. Clearly, I'm supposed to watch it. So I click on it, and I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, and it just kept getting better and better and better. It is the dumbest. And best thing. Oh, is it a reality show? Yes. And Tiger King was really, it kind of fucked me up for a little bit. It was, there's a lot of disturbing crap about it. This is just stupid fun. Like, it's ridiculous. You can shut your brain off and just let it happen to you. The only people that suffer are hot people, and I am fine with that. Yes, poor, attractive people um who are really young. They're all in their like early, mid 20s. 22. Super relatable. I think I just heard about this for the first time today on Pod Save America, which is a really weird place to hear about it on. But yeah, if you like trash reality television with a sassy narrator, the narrator really the narrator made it. Um, And then my third pick. So yesterday, Ray's like, "Okay, babe, just pick whatever." So I like disaster movies. Not like epidemic, what we're in, like nothing like viral or whatever. I don't like that. No thrillers, just like a rock's going to hit the earth. So, yes, the answer is to like drill it and blow it up. And like. I'm all for disaster movies yes, too. I love them. So, there's this one that popped up. It came out in 2003. Never seen it, didn't even hear about it. Stacked cast. Like, it's called The Core. So, it's got Aaron <laughs> Eckhart. Oh my God. We watched yeah, that so we watched like it. last week. Did you? Okay, so it's got Aaron Eckhart, Hilary Swank, Delroy Lindrup, uh, Stanley Tucci, um, Bruce Campbell. This is amazing. Yeah, Alfre Woodard is in it. It's this gorgeous, beautiful, wonderful cast. The movie is shit. It sucks so bad. The effects Some are Some of the worst terrible. CGI I've ever seen. They had a budget of $85 million and the effects are awful. Just is this going to be a cult classic someday? Or? Oh, wait, oh, no, it's not that no. bad. No. <laughs> not that bad? Like, no. It's just terrible. And Ray couldn't even watch it with me. He's like, I can't. I was it's like, got a 40% can't. on Rotten Tomatoes. It does. Hell it's yeah. terrible. We it's- watched the whole thing. Even my kids were like, this, like the ending. They were like, how did they get to the surface? So, this I doesn't know. make any sense. None and of it made sense. Youngest is nine, and he figured yeah. that out. <laughs> it was totally stupid, but it was wonderful because exactly what I I'll, needed. I'll give you the premise. I'll give you the premise. <laughs> it's so stupid. So the Earth, wait, wait. The Earth's <laughs> core has stopped rotating, so now the electric magnetic field around the Earth is fucking everything up. So they're gonna drill down. To the center of the Earth, set off nuclear bombs to restart to it. Restart it going. It's terrible, but it's, it's so it's great because it's just like this is so dumb. When you compare it to the other great disaster movies like um, like Twister or The Day After Tomorrow, 
Oh, Twister or fucked any, me up as a kid. I, or anything like that. It, I will good watch Twister. I will watch yes. Deep Impact. Even. Yes. I, Deep I will Impact. watch Armageddon. Sure. They're all, you know, a little out there. But this one was so was bad. So bad. And then. <laughs> even even on, worse than like Dante's Peak. And that was pretty. Did you guys see Geostorm a few years yeah. ago? Oh, I yeah. missed that No, one. we've not seen Geostorm. I saw that was, either. Yeah, me too. It was pretty bad. Was it? Okay. So maybe this is like up there with. It might be. I forget was who was the, in that one. Were the side effects at least halfway decent? Some of them were all right. Yeah. But they got pretty good at making lightning effects. Like, anyone can do that. I could do that. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. This one looks like it was done on a high school computer. Yeah. It was 2003. I know. Even for then. Jurassic Park was 96, and it holds up. So. Hell yeah, it does. Does, that, does it make episode one look good? Yeah, it was just awful, but I loved it because it was so terrible, and they all hated it so much. I was like, no, I'm totally watching. I'm in it now. I got to know how they they make it out and why all these other people didn't. It was awesome. So, <laughs> so I've been trying to figure out, you know, they, they, the whole math of their speed and everything, because they said that yeah. they, were, they were there. They got to the center of the earth in, like, 42 hours, and they were doing less than 60 knots. But then they made it out Legit. in like five minutes. So <laughs> light speed, yeah. basically. So they went through the ocean versus. Well, they, they went, went to Mariana's trench, and then they used a magic drill. Okay. They used a magic drill that uses lasers. lasers somehow. That, that well, the lasers. pressure didn't affect at all, right? So the lasers disintegrated all of the material in front of them. It. Yeah, and around it. So it created this perfect tube for this drill so, that have five people in it. But here's the people. problem is is that it disintegrated it in the the, the version that they showed. Right? They disintegrated this rock. Um, but then oh, they it didn't disintegrate everything in front of them uh, when there was magma. It was just made it melted so that they could drive through it. And they had this propeller drill thingy that looked like a big dildo. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So they, it was fun. It was just stupid. It was amazing. It does. That's the <laughs> Sharknado worthy. Yes. Oh, God. I think the Sharknado had a better effect than this one did. <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you seen Sharknado? I saw the visual effects and they were more, they were better than that. Oh, my God. Sharknado's great. I've seen the first one. Sharknado's great just because of how bad it is. It literally, like, the first five minutes, it makes that turn where it's so bad it goes back around to being good, yeah. but good it, essentially. So, it's meant yeah. to be bad. Like, yeah. it's meant to be yeah, bad. It's this one was not meant, meant to be true. bad. That, true. That, that is very true. If <laughs> That's it, why it's it was awesome. a serious movie. It's a yeah. serious, like, gut wrenching movie. Like, Hillary Swank cries, like, almost cries. Oh, my God. Oh, Hillary Swank. And yeah, like it's serious stuff. Oh, oh, oh! Did you oh. do the best part? Oh, best part. Of course, in every ship type of movie, what do they have to do eventually? They have to go outside. So when they're you know part way to the core. Oh yeah. Apparently, have, in the center of the Earth, like through the mantle, there's just there's this, this pocket, pocket of, of crystal diamonds that it's like the size of the Grand Canyon. Oh yeah. Didn't know that. That's so, what. So they get in that area. Yeah. And that. And there's breathable air. Well, no, no, they had these suits on that would protect them from the pressure, but they weren't inflated. They weren't anything. They were just this loose, flappy. <laughs> oh, my God. I may that. have to go watch this. Just, so just. Bad. 
<laughs> but it's my. Can we schedule one of those Netflix watch parties where we all know, right? watch it together? I will do that. I will watch this again <laughs> if, if everybody else has to suffer. So this was my kind of science because I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take it, whatever. Why not? Thank you for <laughs> He's like doing the calculations, yeah. like the Eight. pressure of the gravity to the ratio yeah. of water. He's <laughs> eating it up. He's having a Dr. Fauci moment the whole time yes. going. No, oh, and yeah. I'm I'm Donald Trump. Like, yeah, of course, doing that would totally yeah. make sense. We're so looking into that. Open up right? your body and put some sunlight yeah, in. Yeah, we're looking into that. Yeah, we're we're gonna <laughs> also heard that. that that maybe uh yeah putting some yeah. bleach in the core could uh yeah. stop the explosion. <laughs> Yeah. So, Sean, just a heads up, uh, there will be a moment in time where if we do this watch party, you and I are going to cringe very, they very see, hard yeah, when, they, when, when, oh, you saw this, right? saw it already. Yeah. Yeah. I just oh, watched yeah. it like a week or two ago a with the kids. Ago. Right. So, grabbing so the core. I can't core, watch it for like another 10 years, dude. Yeah. Grabbing, <laughs> grabbing the core and moving it into the bomb area, right? He's oh, not I dead. Know. Like. <laughs> Radioactive material to the point of like death within minutes. No, <laughs> He had to walk away so many times. It was hilarious. Couldn't, but so I'll do it again. Couldn't even sit down. He was like, yeah. He walk away. Rage. It was totally raging. It was amazing. Awesome. A lot of laughing. Yeah, it was so fun. Anyways, how's it? That's so, do you have a picker pan for us? <laughs> um. I've got a couple pans. I had to wear a friggin' mask starting at work on Friday. And, dude, you can't do extreme physical labor wearing those damn masks the whole day. Like, I thought I was going to pass out. Um, yeah, it sucks. So, for the foreseeable future, now I, they, like, hand you a mask as we're driving in. And it's, just, it's on really? our entire site. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, great. I get yeah. that when I go in there. Yeah. And then, uh, Little Richard and Roy Horn died oh, today. Yeah. That kind of sucks. You know what's worse is the fact that when I heard Little Richard died, the first thing that flashed in my head was the pineapple, the singing pineapple based off of him in an old Epcot attraction. <laughs> so that was a bummer. See, all I thought was... <laughs> yeah. That, that's all <laughs> yeah. <came> to my head. <laughs> but no, that, that was sad. Um, yeah. Pick. Okay is Eugene started on the Trader Tales. I can't believe he's actually on to book four. So now I have someone to talk to about this series. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we're going to – like, I'm already planning – like I said, I may have to go ahead and buy two more credits to get the last two in and then probably go through another re-listen to pick up all the stuff. But, yeah, I at, – at, Is that our next book for Marginally Geeky? Uh, I think it's definitely going to have to be a book series because I, I can already tell you, y'all are going to like it. It's, it's, the, it's, it's like – it's like the Bobbleverse books in that what Sean said, it's one of those book series you can just turn on and, you know, the first time you go through it, you'll absorb it. And then after that, it's just, it's comforting. It's com- mm-hmm. I can definitely see this is going to be one of those series I'm going to go back and listen to over and over oh, again yeah. because it's comforting. I've listened to it like four or five times. Yeah, I can, I definitely see why. There mm-hmm. is a series after it. I didn't like it as much. It's a continuation. So you still need what captain share and owner's share? Uh, yeah, those are the last two. I'm on, uh, uh, about, I guess halfway through, uh, was it double share? Yeah. So, but Ooh, yes, fine. thank you once again for, 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 uh, recommending that very, very good recommendation. So, um, well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen, I guess let's go ahead and move on, uh, and, uh, talk about where you can find us. As always, you can find the show at epicallygeeky.com. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, 
Google Music, wherever you listen to the podcast, uh, you can find the show at Epically Geeky. Um, and then, of course, you can find it at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where can we find you online, Lainey? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's a Laney Bird. I really only repost things from other podcasts that I like on Insta- or on Twitter, but enjoy. <laughs> Jen, where can we find you online? Um, you can find me here on Ep- uh, This is Epic Geeky. This is Epic Creatively Geeky, <laughs> Marginally Geeky, and Most About the Environment. And um, that is going to have a new episode dropping soon. We talked to Ben Cohen from Small House Farms about seed saving and how that can help you live more sustainably. So be looking for that. Um, you can also find me on all the social media at Het's Gonna Be. So uh, Ray, where can we find you? Uh, well, a lot of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> um getting ready for uh creatively geeky and um haven't been able to pull out the guitar just yet but you know hopefully this week or next week i'll be able to do that so uh that's what the table is sitting here behind me for is hopefully i'm gonna get start doing surgery so yeah so uh other than that um yeah just trying to you'll you'll probably find me in the backyard or uh somewhere in the house trying to get this place uh livable and all the pro- it is livable. It's, it's livable. livable. It's all the projects that we want to just enhance it. Uh, that's gotcha. What we'll yeah. Say that. So, but it's all good stuff. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, Instagram, you can find me the Reluctant Yeti. Chris, where can we find you? You can find me here and marginally geeky and creatively geeky and sustainably geeky. Although the last episode. I uh, crapped out near the end because we forgot. I'd forgotten the internet had been shut off that day, so I was using a hotspot and got tickets. I had to use mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it for like the first little bit. Um, and then on Instagram at the Borough Life. And Sean, where can we find you? Usually looking at biggins. Um, but. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I had to get that in oh somehow. My God. Thank you for getting that in there. That's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, yeah, oh I'm God. on Marginally Geeky, Epically Geeky, Creatively Geeky, Procrastinators. Eventually I'll get on there. Yeah, I believe that when I see it. Yeah. 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 Don't don't put any money on that yet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I'm around. And as always, you can find my. As always, you can find my individual Vacky Adventure online at Optimus Chain on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 